Hey everybody, welcome. Steve Wolenhouse. I'm your host here on Anatomy of Success. 10 reasons to be grateful for being rejected and still succeeding. That's the topic of our conversation this week. So glad you joined us. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. Again, this is Anatomy of Success, and I'm your host, Steve Wollenhouse. Glad you joined us. Subscribe to the podcast if you've been here before. Like what we're doing. Spread the word. Rate and review. Then head over to weatherology.com slash Steve. At the top of that page, you'll find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Please follow along. Grab the Weatherology mobile app as well. It's free. New additions coming in early 2022. Some big app upgrades that will simplify the navigation. I think you're going to love it. Take advantage of it. Let us know what you think. Ever heard of Brian Pooley and the Tremolos? Me neither. <laughs> Until recently, Dick Rowe at Decca Records decided to sign them instead of the Beatles after they failed his audition. The boss of RSO Records sarcastically told Bono of U2 back in 1979, good luck with your future career, kid, after saying they had no interest in the band. By the way, U2, as of this date, has sold over 250 million records. <laughs> When I was 21, working at a Minneapolis NBC TV station, CARE 11, the news director there called me into his office, fired me, along with everyone else on the morning show. Man, that stung. But it turned out to be the best thing that ever happened to me. I started my business at that time, which I own and operate today, and next month, 36 years in business. I've been an entrepreneur my entire professional life, thanks to that knucklehead. He lit a spark in my belly that inspired me to create a business that has given me the financial freedom and ownership of my time that most people dream about. Weatherology is the largest weather radio network in the world, and for decades, we have controlled that space, which has given me the ability to surround myself with incredible people that run this business so flawlessly. And that gives me the time to create the ability to travel, focus on my health, my family, along with having financial independence. It's the best thing ever, folks. Many people are feeling rejected right now, I get it, as a result of layoffs, job losses, pandemics, all sorts of problems happening. In America, inflation, economic situation doesn't look promising at this time. People are feeling lost, but also more people than ever are going off on their own and starting their own businesses. And I hope those folks succeed because we need more small and medium-sized businesses to drive our future success. Rejection, it never feels good, but the lessons, folks, are invaluable. In order to succeed, we must first believe that we can. So here are 10 reasons to be grateful for being rejected and still have the ability to succeed. Number one, it's a motivator. Being rejected, it never feels good. Many people allow somebody else's opinion to determine their future or their self-esteem. And I prefer a different approach. Use their insensitivity to inspire us to succeed. Being vindictive, perpetually angry or bitter, that's not the answer and it's not beneficial. Being highly motivated, however, on the other hand, is a great response to that kind of unpleasant experience. Next, fallibility. Success can convince us we are untouchable, which can lead to being complacent. And I see it all the time. A swift kick in the butt. Now that can be a great reminder that we are fallible. And when we work for somebody else, that's the risk that we take. Even if that lesson is painful, we can step back, stay focused. It can keep us on our toes and we can reinvigorate our commitment to being excellent. 
Next, patient. Being fired or not receiving that dream job we aspire for, it can feel demoralizing. It can also push us to feel very impatient, which is very critical for success. We have to learn to become patient because things don't always fall into place at precisely the right time. Giving up is the common reaction. Learning to be patient is a far better alternative and working toward our goals appreciates requiring that that hunger is what drives us and the patience to persist is what's absolutely imperative and it's based on a long-term approach. Next, curious. Sometimes when we don't get what we want, it's a blessing in disguise. Maybe what we wanted isn't what's best for us. Rejection can force us to explore other options, deviate in a new direction, remain curious and committed to our dream, but maybe explore other alternative pathways. Curious people, they remain open-minded to all the better alternatives. Next, reflect. After the initial sting of rejection, learning to forgive and move forward, now that's critical to ensure we gain the insight from the experience we need to help us grow. Reflecting on opportunities to improve is the appropriate way to respond that guarantees that we stay focused to positive momentum, not the paralysis associated with somebody else's opinion or verdict on our future. Rejection, it will never overtake me if my determination to succeed is strong enough. Next, goals. Rejection provides us with an opportunity to reevaluate our goals. Sometimes we get comfortable doing a job that pays the bills and offers security, but are we truly happy? I had this debate with a good friend the other day. Just being paid well isn't enough. Being forced to rededicate ourselves to ambitions that are maybe more consistent with our true self or authenticity, that's more consistent with passion and purpose, and it's an excellent opportunity to get back on track. I feel really bad for a lot of these folks that are being fired in America for specific reasons because they refuse to acquiesce with mandates, for instance. And by the way, that's not the argument I'm interested in having with people, whether you believe in that or not. That's not the point. The point is they're being forced to quit a job for reasons outside their control and thrust back into the job market at a time when opportunities are abundant, but the right opportunities are tough to find. So that forces us to adapt and maybe do something that's more consistent with what we've wanted to do for a long time, but now we have no alternative. And that can be a very good thing. Next, change. Change is good, but many people refuse to change because it feels uncomfortable. And it's relevant to this previous point we made. When we embrace change, we stretch outside our comfort zone. We embrace exciting new possibilities, new friends, new job opportunities, new place to live, new habits that are very healthy. A big change can help us get back in touch with what's truly important to us and start to be more sincere with the direction that we're taking. Next, perspective. It's easy to go through life adjusting to a routine that doesn't demand personal growth. 
Being forced to reassess every aspect of our life is a great way to re-engage our curiosities and make sure we are moving toward living within our purpose. A new perspective can provide the clarity required to be bold and resurrect our dreams and be committed to those dreams. Let me give you a recent example. Some smartass on a recent post about entitlement said, I feel entitled to breathe. Well, that's too bad. That's really sad because I feel like I get to breathe. And as a product of that decision and that blessing and that gratitude, I get up every day and do something with that breath that's meaningful, that makes a difference. Feeling entitled to breathe, ask the people on respirators right now fighting for their last breath how entitled they feel to breathing. I bet when they come out on the other side of that, hoping and praying they they do, their perspective on breathing will be much different. That's a cynical person who's trying to pick a fight and who really looks at the world like, yeah, I'm entitled to breathe, I'm entitled to eat, I'm entitled to live and have a house and a free education. Those are the people that go through life, gimme, 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 gimme. Want to be in a relationship with a person like that? Good luck. Next, stronger. When we get fired, overlooked for a job, duped by a business partner, or get a broken heart because a person that we thought loved us as much as we loved them violated our trust, it's an excellent opportunity to grow stronger. We have to pour ourselves into personal improvement at that point and refuse to let circumstances define our satisfaction. We have to use that disappointment to fuel the courage to become stronger, mentally and physically. A commitment to well-being, that's our best tool to help us become stronger each and every day. And finally, growth. We have to let rejection and disappointment serve as a catalyst for personal growth, improving our relationships, improving our health, improving our career, improving our attitude and outlook on life. Rejection, that's an excellent opportunity to recalibrate every aspect of our life, form healthy new habits, and re-examine our circle of friends in the process. Who is showing up to support us during our difficult times during this transition? Very poignant question. Aristotle said this, it is during our darkest moments that we must focus to see the light. Hope you benefited from these tips on how to take rejection and turn it in to something positive and actually succeed. And believe me, folks, there's plenty of people that have been rejected and use that as ammunition to move forward in life. And I hope you do too. Thanks for joining us here on Anatomy of Success. I'm your host, Steve Wollenhouse. Come back again next week. Until then, let's stay focused, let's stay positive, and let's stay optimistic. Thank you.